to my listeners in the United States and around the world. Welcome to We Live on a Planet. I am your host, Patrick. Thank you for joining me on this Friday, April 17th, 2020 for episode 382. Wow, we're getting close to 400. There's snow on the ground this morning. Well, not snow on the ground. I, I take that back. Snow on the cars. It's not on the ground. The ground, I think, is already warm enough getting there. But on the cars, yeah, it's 36 degrees currently here in the city of Oswego, right on the lake shores of Lake Ontario. Feels like 27. Highs are only going to be about 44 degrees Fahrenheit. Winds are out of the west right now, 11 miles per hour. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate it. I want to start off by apologizing for my episode with Reesh. If you happen to catch that with Reesh from Medicine Remixed, the quality of it was absolutely terrible, and it wasn't when we were recording, but the sound quality, some of my listeners got a hold of me and said, you know, geez, it didn't sound the greatest. It was a good interview. I enjoyed the interview, but towards the end of it, it really got bad of, like, getting echoey and garbled and me stepping on him and asking him a question, and when he's getting ready to answer, I'm already talking over, and I wasn't doing that in the interview. It's has something to do with the recording. So I did contact Anchor. Hopefully they can rectify for future ones because I've got some coming up. I've got one tomorrow with uh, the guys from Carpe, David and Casper. I'm going to be interviewing them. That's the company of the commercial I was recently in. That was fun too. If you haven't seen that commercial yet, you can go to WLOAP.com. There's a link right there where you can watch that commercial. And that was a blast. Then I have one with Sunday with a, a guest, Hugo Torres. So I've got quite a few coming up before my Roadcaster Pro gets here, but I did find out this morning, check my email, my Roadcaster Pro is left the company that I got it from, so now it's shipped, and now I'm just kind of playing that waiting game, looking out of the window like the dog waiting for his master to come home. Are you coming home yet? Don't leave me. Be like that little kid waiting for Christmas, you know. Stick around when we come back, though. We'll dive into our quote and all the stuff we usually do on our regular show. And uh, I'll try to do my best to entertain you the best I can through this coronavirus pandemic, which is just so depressing because you, it's just everything that we've been able to do in our normal lives has just been really put to a halt. And it can really be, uh, yeah, it's not fun, but I'm going to try to make this show fun. So stick around. We'll be right back. Welcome back, my friends. All right, here's our quote. This is from Confucius. If you follow me over on Instagram, you'll see that I already posted this when I wrote with my fountain pen because I have a fountain pen obsession. We'll talk about that in a little bit. I've already talked about that before on my show, but it's it's bad. Okay, our greatest glory is not and never falling but in rising every time we fall. Confucius. And I'm rising right now over the failure of the terrible recording with Reesh, and I was really looking forward to that with him. I've been a fan of Medicine Remix for over three years when I found them here on Anchor. And, uh, oh, well, it is what it is, and I can't do anything about it, so I'm going to just uh, rise from that failure and not worry about it and move forward because it's not the end of the world. It's no big deal. But I did write that. Like I said, if you follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is Merrick 370 M E R R I C 370. If you are 
over there and interested. And yeah, I I found this ink that I really like. Well, I haven't used it yet, but I, I'm really looking forward to getting it. It's Iroshuka. I think I'm saying that correct. Pilot Iroshuka, Iroshuka ink. It's like Japanese, some fountain pen ink. And they come in just a variety of really groovy colors. Like where I'm like, okay, what I want to do is once a month, get myself a bottle of ink and that way I can get all the different colors they have. Yeah, that's how bad my obsessions got with, I guess it could be worse. It could be other things. It used to be alcohol. At least this, I can, I have something to show for it with these fountain pens that I, I only have two of them, but uh, I like them. You know, I could see myself getting more. They, some of these fountain pens I've looked at before and I just like Pavlovian drooling dog when I see them because some of them are so nice, but I could never purchase one that are the price of some of the pens that I've seen that are nice just because it's not my style. Even if I had that money, I don't think I could buy a $2,000 pen, you know, because they have fountain pens that are $2,000 and who knows though, if you had unlimited resource, if I had unlimited resources, well then yeah, I'd be having a $2,000 fountain pen, but that's not important, you know, that kind of stuff. Material things aren't important anyways. They're really not. It's groovy to have things. It's groovy to own things, and it's nifty to play with things and have them. But when it comes right down to it, it's, it doesn't matter. I'm more excited about stupid material things that I have because I know that I can hand them down to my daughters. Example, my cast iron skillet. <laughs> Skillets, I have two of those, yeah. Isn't that weird? That's the way my brain works where I'm I'm excited for when I'm gone that my daughters can still enjoy these cast iron skillets that will be around after I'm gone that are perfect. I've got them perfectly seasoned because I, I use them and then clean them real meticulously. They've never had a drop of soap on them. And um, my mom still has a cast iron skillet that was her grandmother's. And you know you've got a good seasoned cast iron skillet when you can make fried eggs in them and have confidence. And I wash mine in hot water, and that's it. And when I take it out, I, it looks like yeah, I've waxed my car. The water's all just beating up, and yeah, I love it. So I'm excited about things like that. Isn't that weird how, I don't know, things that make me smile when I think about my daughters making bacon and eggs when I'm gone and going, yeah, this was, this was my dad's pan. I got, um, yeah, just all kinds of stuff coming up with the show. So I'm really excited about that. And I found, I think if you follow the show, I found a thing, an app called spoon, like a utensil spoon a while ago. And I've been over there cutting my teeth a little bit, but is that cutting my teeth? I guess. I don't know if that's the right term. My producer, I gave him the day off. He's not here since we don't have any sounds or anything. So it's just me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a live app where you go over and you they call it DJs. It's kind of funny because back in the day of Anchor, when I first found out, you were like a DJ. And it was a radio station. It was They called it stations instead of podcasts. And that's the way Spoon is right now. And it's it's nifty. Because as you're talking live, you can get actual feedback from your listeners via text. So they're texting. And they just recently released a feature where 
um, you can also have the option where your listeners can call in via their phone and talk to you and be a part of your live stream or live DJ. And it's pretty fun. But, you know, I've been over there and there's still copyrights and people play like all kinds of music as they're talking in the background. It's like, uh, you're not, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> you're not supposed to do that. But I've already done it because I got, well, I don't know. Why do I do that? Because I shouldn't, but I've been on spoon and everybody does it. And I'm like the old guy over there. So I'll play like Pink Floyd in the background and like old Pink Floyd, like metal, M E D D L E that album metal, which is awesome. Check out that album today. If you, are a Pink Floyd fan and you've only heard a little bit of Pink Floyd, that's an older album that's really good. I like that one. Echoes is a good song and so is Fearless. But I have done that and now I'm as I'm saying it right now going, why would I do that? Because the rules clearly state that you're not supposed to and I'm doing it because other people are. But if I if everybody did that in a society anyways, it would be just total anarchy. So I Next time I'm on Spoon, I'm not going to do that. I'm, there is royalty-free music. All you have to do is go to Apple Music and type in copyright or royalty-free music, and you're good to go. It's not as good and groovy as all the stuff that you'd like to play, but still. All right, I'm I'm rambling. Stick around. When we come back, we'll, talk, we'll ramble more. So if you're into the rambles, stick around. We'll be right back. Welcome back, my friends. All right. We are at the History Channel's website, and we're going to get some wrinkles on our brain and find out uh, what happened on this day of history. That way we can be the, I don't know, the the one that gets the wedge in Trivia Pursuit, the History Wedge. What was that? Yellow. I think it was yellow, if memory serves, the History Wedge. Did you play Trivia Pursuit when it came out? I did. We played that hard as a family in the 80s, and it was fun. Really hard back when I was a kid. I was only like maybe 11 12 when it came out i think i i like it though i i i just like trivia i like useless information and knowledge and it's fun to know things i recently there's a gentleman that i'm going to be interviewing too he has a podcast called inspirate inspirato projectado inspirato projecto easy for him to say and uh he's out of hollywood california i think area and he's got a band called Yachtly Crew, <laughs> not Motley, Yachtly, and they all dress like they're yachts, and they're re it's real like um, mellow music. And um, he's going to be a guest on the show. I'm going to be interviewing him, but he does. He was doing a live stream over on Instagram, and he was drawing like what a Mad Magazine cover would be from back in the day, or just a Mad Magazine drawing, and he was taking suggestions from listeners and a couple of my suggestions he put in there and one was about a, uh, a mantis shrimp lapel pin on one of the characters that he drew and uh he's like what's a mantis shrimp and i told him and let him know and he looked it up and he's like what are you an oceanographer how do you know about those things and it's like no i'm not an oceanographer but that's the kind of stuff I talk about on my podcast. And so I'm learning all the time when I do these. I'm heading out over the the history channels. And so it's fun because it gave me that idea. And so he had never drawn a mantis shrimp. And it came out really cool looking. A little mantis shrimp lapel pin. 
and it will be fun. I'll have him on the show, and when I do, I'll have his link to his Instagram so you can go check him out and stuff. And that will be probably one of those bizarre interviews like it was with Radio Mylar. If you haven't heard that interview, check that out because that was a blast interviewing Mylar. I have fun interviewing everybody, and everybody's unique and different. But I feel like mine with him will be fun. All right. Told you we were going to ramble a little bit today. Apollo 13 returns to Earth. We've been learning Apollo 13 lately because it's been in the history channels. Because remember the famous quote, Houston, we have a problem, but it's really Houston. We've had a problem here. Yeah, with the world anxiously watching Apollo 13, a U.S. lunar spacecraft that suffered a severe malfunction on its journey to the moon safely returns to Earth on this day. Yeah. Isn't that pretty neat that we went to the moon? 1790, Benjamin Franklin dies. American statesman, printer, scientist, and writer Benjamin Franklin dies in Philadelphia at the age of 84. Excuse me. I'm going to pause for just once a mute for one second. Oh, that's better. I love having a little mute on this mic because I can let me clear my throat without you having to hear it. Benjamin Franklin, no, 84 years old. That's old back in the day. That's old now today. Older, I should say. But for back in the day. World War II, 1941, Yugoslavia surrenders to the Nazis. Uh, 1969, to my family out in Prague, architect of Czechoslovakia's Prague Spring resigns. Alexander Dubček, Dubček, the communist leader who launched a broad program of liberal reform in Czechoslovakia, is forced to resign as first secretary by the Soviet forces occupying his country. There's more to that. If you are interested, head to the History Channel's website. 1960, art, literature, and film history. Eddie Cochran dies and Gene Vincent is injured in a UK car crash. Eddie Cochran is the man behind the summertime blues and come on everybody. Yeah, too bad. Two, uh, art and literature, film history, some more. 2002, 2002, General Hospital, you know that soap opera airs its 10,000, 10, I can't, how come I can't say 10,000? 10,000 episode, 10,000 of them. I can't even imagine. I think I've got with 400 episodes coming. Can you imagine 10,000? I don't, I never watched a full episode of General Hospital. And I don't even know if I've ever seen any General Hospital because you know how when you're homesick from school and after the price is right or before the price is right is on, is all it is is soap operas. My, at home, there was only three stations growing up when I grew up. You only had three. But my, my my family, for the most part, usually had it on NBC, which was Channel 3 for around us, for me. And General Hospital ran on ABC, which was Channel 9 around us. And my family, we just didn't watch Channel 9 or ABC. And I still don't. If I'm going to watch TV, usually it's NBC. And then maybe CBS and then ABC. But uh, I don't usually watch broadcast network TV. For the most part, we have it on ID, Investigative Discovery, the History Channel, or um, 
National Geographic here at the house or news checking out always seeing what's going on trying to keep up to date with the news all right I'm rambling 1850 natural disasters and environment Indonesia volcano erupts killing 80,000 people oh, these are bummers sometimes on the day of history when I see them that's a bummer 80,000 people crime 1936 a single horsehair helps solve a murder of nancy titterton wow cold war 1961 the bay of pigs invasion begins cuba i feel like i've talked about this so much on this channel and i don't know why if the universe is trying to tell me to go out and get a, uh, a ford mustang i've never wanted to own one maybe I don't know, those Mach 1s are pretty cool. I like the Mach 1, and I do like the original Mustang. And I've said it once, and I'll say it again. My uncle had a 64 and a half Mustang. Mustangs came out. The Ford Mustang debuts at the World Fair today in 1964. Almost immediately, 22,000 Mustangs were sold. Swap, just buyers uh, snapping them up, buying them quick. They came out 64, 64 and a half, though, was the badging on them. Uh, 1917, World War I, Second Battle of Gaza begins. Do you know much about World War I? I not a whole bunch. I know a little bit about World War I for the history here at uh, Fort Ontario, which is a rock throw from the house where I live. And there's the World or Fort Ontario, just a fascinating place. Google Fort Ontario if you're bored. Um, speaking of, speaking of board, I think that's about it. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Cold War 1945. American seized 1,100 pounds of uranium in effort to prevent Soviets from developing the A-bomb. All right. So we did that. And when we come back, we'll head on over to the fact site and see what happened or see what kind of interesting facts we can find out and who knows what it will be. We'll find out once we get there. Stick around. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Okay, so Apollo 13, I didn't say the date. 1970. 1970. That was a good year, too. 1970. That's the year I was born. And, yeah, the yellow wedge is the history. Are you curious of what they are? I had to. I had to look it up. People and Places is blue. Arts and Entertainment is pink. History is yellow. Science and Nature is brown. Sports and Leisure is green. And the wild car is orange. I, I'm surprised that my memory, I haven't played Trivia Pursuit in forever, but I was able to remember that. And that's so weird. It's just that weird, useless information that we have. And uh, sometimes that's fun to have. Sometimes that's fun to have that. All right, let's, um, sorry about the delay. I want to pull up on the fact site. There we go. 10 interesting and exciting, I don't know how exciting they'll be, but about eBay. I have never in my existence on this world used eBay. Never. Never once have used it. Um, maybe have been over somebody's shoulder and watched them on eBay before, but I have not ever, ever. And eBay's been around for years and has become an everyday tool to use to shop and auction any of your unwanted things online 
never used it. But did you know how long eBay's been around? We're going to find all that stuff around. It was launched in 1995, and I've never used it. 1995. It was created by an Iranian-American computer programmer named Pierre Omidar in 1995. He was 28. At the age of 28, he was working on design code for an online auction website originally called Auction Web. Auction Web was a side project for fun along for for fun alongside his everyday job. It wasn't until the website was getting too much traffic that he decided to launch as a business and rebrand it as eBay. The first item to be sold on eBay was a broken laser pointer. Yeah, the broken laser pointer was an item laying around his house, Omidar's house, that he thought he would use to test out his site. In the first week, he listed it for a dollar, and in no surprise, it didn't sell. So he listed it again for the same price the second week. This time, a bidding war took off, and it sold for a whopping $14.83, even though it was broken. He contacted the seller to check that they realized that they had bid on it, and turned out they were a collector of broken laser pens. <laughs> oh, man. The British use eBay the most. British in the UK, they use around uh, 19 million British people use eBay in a month. Wow, like I said, I've never even been. The first item sold in the UK was a CD. The CD was by a German rock band called... What German rock band do you know of? If somebody said to me, name a famous German rock band, instantly I would say the Scorpions, and that's who it is. It was a copy of their single released in 1996 called You and I. eBay wasn't launched in the UK until 1996, which was four years after it was set up in the US. Wow, Scorpions. In 2008, the first person reached a feedback score of 1 million. So this guy just was selling like a champ and got a lot of feedback. There had been multiple uh there had been multiple, but the first person to reach the feedback score of 1 million was Jack Sheen. After 8 years of selling, on November 13th, 2008, Sheen became the first person to reach the amount of that review. To recognize his success, eBay even made a special shooting star icon to put alongside his name on eBay. Wow, that's a lot. Even NASA has used eBay. That's correct. One thing that's great about eBay is you can find anything on it. In 2002, NASA had some issues with the discontinuization of a replacement part they needed. So they turned to eBay in hope of finding some secondhand parts for their machinery. Due to the stop in production, they used eBay as a tool to search for the seller who might have listed items for the parts of that same machine. Hmm. eBay started out with a yellow interface. The background was yellow. That sometimes blinding and glaring yellow background was the original design for the interface of eBay, and it was used up until the site changed to white. Due to the high volume of complaints, though, after they changed it to white, eBay respected their customer's choice, so they changed it back to the bright yellow. But in a slow, passive, aggressive manner, over time, they faded the yellow color until it eventually was back to being white. This was in hope that customers would not notice the gradual change over time. Must be they didn't. I mean, 
it is weird though, the color yellow, I just was telling my friend about this the other day, is the most easy recognizable color the human eye can discern. So maybe that's why the creator did that. The most expensive item ever sold on eBay was a yacht. It was a 405 foot super yacht, whopping $170 million, a Russian billionaire bought it. Thanks to eBay, a new species was discovered. In 2006, a type of sea urchin was listed after being found in the Pacific Ocean. This is not the first time an item had been listed in the wrong category or identified as something it is not. A British scientist and zoologist named Simon Copard came across the urchin and from the photo, photo recognized that it was something new. Wow, that's kind of neat. And there is no limit to the amount of items that can be at, for sale at once. So you can have as many as you want up there. That's kind of neat. I thought that was maybe interesting to you, maybe not. I thought the most interesting part is how long eBay's been around. And I've just never used it. Never had, I don't know, just never have. Never bought anything like that. Never had anything up there to list. I, at one time, I thought about selling. I have a Pango stand-up arcade game from 1982. It's a full stand-up arcade game. And I thought about listing that or what am I going to do with that? Because remember how I was talking earlier in the show about material things? That's one of the things where I was like, oh, I'll give it to one of my daughters. They don't want it. I don't think they, either one of them's interested in it. It's just a big, huge, heavy. And it doesn't work anymore. I'm bummed out this screen. Um... I think the picture too blue. So I've still got sound and that all works, but you can't see the game. So it's kind of a bummer. And I, who knows if there's anybody that could even work or fix an arcade game from 1982, finding somebody that work on something like that. All right, enough with the ramble. Stick around. We'll be right back. Welcome back. So yeah, that ink, I see, I'm going to just jump all over. This podcast is all over. <laughs> Sorry about that. The ink I do have ordered that's going to be coming is like a deep green. I can't wait. It's a nice deep green. That would be neat. You know what I had the other day was an interview. Before we finish off the show, I just wanted to talk a little bit more to you. Not an interview. Excuse me. Um, an appointment with my doctor, my head doctor, my shrink on the phone since the COVID is here. I did not go in and physically see him. So that's going to be the new norm, I really feel, because I talked to my therapist on the phone already. And I've, well, I, excuse me, it was, I, I do have my therapist I'm going to talk to. I talked to a social worker, and then my therapist is going to be coming up, but to a, my actual doctor on the phone. And that's just going to be the way it's going to be. I really feel that's going to be the new norm. We ordered a pizza last night. It was the first time we've ordered a pizza during this coronavirus. And the guy that delivered it had, he was full suited up. He had gloves on, mask on. And as soon as I got the pizza from him, I paid with my card. So I had to sign a credit card and everything. As soon as I got the pizza inside, I was washing my hands all frantically. And I've never had this feeling. I've never been a germaphobe at all. And I'm not a germaphobe now, but boy, I'm aware of it. Now I'm just aware that this virus is out here and we just don't know much about it. And it's kind of unsettling. It's one of those where you're like, wow, I need to get out of the house type feeling. And then you're like, but I'm not supposed to. And the mayor of the city of Oswego was on the other day saying that Oswego County, 
not the city of Oswego, but Oswego County had got a, a failing grade of like F for the social distancing. Because I guess they tracking cell phones of where you're going and they're showing that people are out still doing their thing. And we have cases here in Oswego County of it. And Oswego, the city only has about 18,000. You get one or two people that get it here in the city and it's going to just run through like wildfire, I feel. But boy, on that other hand too, you're like, when's it time to open everything up? You know, I I feel bad, so bad for, I'm thinking one of the businesses right now that I really enjoy is a barber shop in town called the Good Guys Barber Shop here in town. And they're a great bunch of guys. They're good guys. And the owner, Keith, is a young guy and he's been very successful. And the, it's all, you know, you're taking a number at this place and he's got, Barbers galore working there. They do close shaves, all that stuff. But right now, he's not open. So it's like, how is somebody like him going to survive? I hope after this is over, whenever it does end, that there's still going to be a place like Good Guy Barbers. And the sad part is, is there's little places like that all across America. And uh, yeah, my thoughts are going out to all those places. And I'm like, please, hopefully hang in there and yeah. All right, my friends. I do appreciate your time. Thank you so much for coming on over to We Live on a Planet. And uh, I would love to hear from you. I haven't had a phone call in a while here. Uh, not, uh, not many people are listening to We Live on a Planet on Anchor like they used to. All my listeners are coming through Apple mostly. And back in the day, a lot of listeners came through Anchor. And Anchor users would use the app and call in. But you don't have to be using Anchor to call in. You just head on over to my website, WLOAP.com. There's a phone icon there. Push that button and it will leave, bring you to my voicemail. It will ring five times before it initiates the voice message. And uh, just leave me a voice message. Let me know what you think of the show or the commercial that you saw or anything. Things that you like, things that you don't like of the show. I always encourage feedback too because feedback helps me grow. And I think growth is good. And one of our greatest glory is not in never falling, but in rising every time we fall. Confucius said that. We'll try to remember. And also, I'm going to try to today to do my best to stay curious and not judgmental the best I can. And hopefully you do the same. Thank you, my friends. And I look forward to talking to you Monday morning. Have a safe weekend. Stay healthy. Try not to lose your sanity. Do something creative if you can. You know, make something with your hands create something check out pink floyd metal i think maybe if you have heard pink floyd like dark side of the mood or the wall and you've heard those albums but you've never heard metal you'll be surprised it's got a really folky it's very folky all right take care and uh peace <laughs>